Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home on the 12th of Rabiul Awwal, the year 11th Hijri and the day was Yawmul Isnain, Monday after Fajr Salah and before Zuhr Salah between Fajr and Zuhr Salah that was the period in which the auspicious Ruh of Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam departed from this world and this day was the most traumatic and most difficult period for the companions ashab kiram the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and when they heard of this news that Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam has passed away perhaps the only person who was in the right frame of mind was Siddiq Akbar radiyallahu ta'ala but everyone else was completely in a in a trance and the reason for that was the sheer love that the companions collectively possessed for Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam the more you love something the difficult it gets and the greatest love that the companions had was the love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so it was a very difficult moment in life for all the companions ashab al-qiram rizwanallahi ta'ala alayhi majma'in and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give jazai khair to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala an his ihsan are so many upon the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that at that critical moment in time the most sensitive period of time sensitive period in history where the enemies of Islam are also there eagerly waiting that what is to happen now Huzur alayhi salam has passed away the great strength of the believers the mu'mineen the companions the ruh for the believers is not there sallallahu alayhi wasallam has passed away 
what are they going to do now? On one side, you had also the munafiqeen who would visit the masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and would pretend pretend to be Muslims. إِذَا جَاءَكَ الْمُنَافِقُونَ قَالُوا نَشْهَدُوا إِنَّكَ لَرَسُولُ اللَّهِ That when the munafiqeen come to you, or Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they say to you that you are the Rasul of Allah. وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ إِنَّكَ لَرَسُولُهُ And Allah for sure He knows that you are Rasul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an that what the munafiqeen say with their mouth, they are all liars. It is all false what they testify. It is all wrong to what they testify. It was a critical period in history, especially for the companions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give jazai khair to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. And he came along calm and mashallah in full control. And he looked at everyone. He looked at Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and the rest of the muhajireen and sar that were in the masjid. He came, he kissed Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam very quickly. I have mentioned this in the last session. But just for uh, the sake of barakat, uh, it's a blessing to do the zikr of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He kissed Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the forehead. And he came and he stood on the member and he read the verses Wama Muhammadun illa Rasul. Who is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? He is a Rasul. And he reminded the companions that it is now upon the Ummah for the mission of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam to be carried out. There is no Nabi after Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. All is on the shoulders of the Ummah of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed away on the 12th of Rabi'ul Awwal, uh, the year 11th Hijri. The people who gave ghusl to Huzur Alaihi Salatu Wasallam, a lot is mentioned in the books of Seerah. It is said that the clothes were never taken off. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's Kurta Mubarak was on him and ghusl was given to him in that manner and the people who gave him ghusl were Hazrat Abbas radiallahu ta'ala and the Ahli Bayt and Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and the children of Hazrat Abbas Hazrat Qasim radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Fazl radiallahu ta'ala these were the companions who gave ghusl to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam a narration is mentioned in the Khasais of Imam Jalaluddin Suyuti Rahmatullah that whilst they were in that room they heard a voice uh, and the voice was saying to them that be mindful of the awra as in make sure that every body part of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is covered and nothing should be left open. This is what they heard. So they were very very careful when they were giving ghusl to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Ghusl was given and the very famous Sahabi in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he was the one who, whose duty was to dig up the graves whose name was Hazrat Abu Talha 
radiallahu ta'ala an, and he was a professional in that and that job was given to him Hazrat Abu Talha radiallahu ta'ala an came and he dug the grave of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam again before that uh, the companions were debating where Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam should rest and some of them were saying in Jannatul Baqi some of them were saying in one part of the masjid and some also had a lot of different opinions in and around Madinatul Munawwara some even said should we uh, take Huzul alayhi salatu wasalam back to Makkatul Mukarramah for they didn't know this it was something new for them because Huzul alayhi salatu wasalam was born in Makkatul Mukarramah and they knew the virtue of Makkatul Mukarramah it was only Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala again you can see here points merits marks that go to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq that is why it is said that the biggest the greatest alim a'lamu the greatest alim in the companions was Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala that is why the companions knew that the pillar of Islam is Salah and the responsibility of that of the carrying out of the pillar was given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq after Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam then who can replace him? who can be the Khalifa whilst Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an is there and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an said to the companions that I have heard from Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam that a Nabi should rest in exactly that that spot where the ruh departed from the body and that was the chamber of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was uh, resting in that manner until uh, Wednesday sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away on a Monday and Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was put down to rest on Wednesday and the reason for that is that a lot of the companions were in the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara, Makkatul Mukarramah, some were very far and they all had this opportunity and this desire to come and see Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam so time was given to everyone the first mission the companions knew uh, we will also cover who uh, led who, how the janaza namaz was performed now when I say janaza namaz it's not the janaza namaz like how we read Allahumma kfili hayyina wa mayyitina wa shahidina that you have an imam and the rest are the muqtadis uh, it was not in that form at all but it was in a manner that a group of people went in front of Huzul alayhi salatu wasalam stood there and they greeted him and they sent durood upon Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and this was the manner how they greeted Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam it is said that first the room was vacated for all the angels to come so there was no one in the room it is said all the malaika the angels came and they gave salatu wasalam to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and then after that it was the family members the Ahl-e-Bayt the Ahl-e-Bayt 
and the Ahl Bayt did that standing again greeting Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam again in the method of how they stood and what they prayed a lot is written in the books of Tariq but this is what uh, uh, Mufti Idris Kandelvi has mentioned in his kitab and this is uh, what we are following inshallah ta'ala uh, mashallah he was a great muhaddis and he has put a lot of ahadith in front of us and he, and he has said that this was the method after the family members the muhajireen companions came in a group and they greeted Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam after the muhajireen came the ansari companions and this was the tartib of uh, salatu was salam upon Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam now the first mission on the hands of the companions on their shoulder that burden was there they knew the responsibility of khilafat was on them who do you choose because Absalallahu alayhi wasallam did not clearly say that after me he is going to be the Khalifa and there were a lot of companions also those who were not living in Madinatul Munawwara from Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een they also came they also came who were living outside in the outskirts and Madinatul Munawwara was not their place of residence but all of the companions were there all Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een were there at that time and they knew that the first thing they have to do is appoint a Khalifa and Amir that is why in Islam Amir is very very important in the hadith Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam they said if three of you go anywhere on a journey then appoint one Amir and listen to that Amir it's very important because one cannot please everyone so you have to listen to that one Amir. So we've had this system of Khilafat, Alhamdulillah, from the time of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Radiallahu Ta'ala, and Khilafat will be given towards the end, close to the day of Qiyamah, when Sayyidina Imam al Mahdi, Radiallahu Ta'ala, comes, and Hazrat Isa, alayhi salatu wasalam, and his companions. Subhanallah. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala was in the masjid, Hazrat Umar Farooq was also there. It is said that some of the companions were just discussing that Khilafat should be given and how, should, how Khilafat should be given to an individual. Some of the Ansari companions, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'in were divided into two groups. One was the Ansari companions and one was the Muhajireen companion. Muhajireen were the first people with the with Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam in Makkatul Mukarramah and the Ansar were the helpers in Madinatul Munawwara. Some of the Ansari companions thought that the best idea solution for this is that there should be one Amir for the Ansari companions and one Amir for the Muhajireen. Some of them were saying that. So that would be uh, the solution easy because even in Ansar you had two tribes the Aus and the Khazraj so they said that if the Ansar have one Amir and the Muhajireen have one Amir that would be better when Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and heard this and Hazrat Umar Farooq again these were companions that followed the instructions the hadith of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam 
Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala and stood up and he went to Banu Thaqifa where they were discussing who to appoint as a Khalifa Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala and got there the Ansari companions were there and the leader of the Ansari companions was Hazrat Sa'ad bin Ubadah radiyallahu ta'ala the grand sahabi of Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam and clearly they were of the view that if the Ansar are to appoint an Amir it should be Hazrat Sa'ad bin Ubadah radiyallahu ta'ala and the Muhajireen can choose who they want and they knew that it would be Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq but the proposition they made was minna amirun wa minkum amirun that one amir from the Ansar and one amir from the Muhajireen Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq stayed quiet and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala also stayed quiet after the discussions were complete Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala stood up and he said that I am in no rush to appoint anyone as an Amir here and I come here not to uh, cause any friction between the companions but I have heard a hadith from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and we have to follow the sunnah of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam and he said Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has said and this is a sahih hadith Al-A'immatu min Quraysh that Khilafat and Amir is in the tribe of Quraysh this is what Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala said to him that how can you appoint an Amir someone who is not from the Qurayshi tribe Nuzur alayhi salatu wasalam said this in his lifetime why? because leadership qualities was always in the tribe of Quraysh and Qurayshi people were famously known throughout the Arabian Peninsula because Makkatul Mukarramah, that entire city was in their control so everyone, all the tribes would respect anyone who was from the Qurayshi tribe Nuzur alayhi salatu was salam was a Qurayshi so if anybody came from outside another tribe and a person from the Qurayshi tribe said something that would outweigh what someone else had said this was the respect and honor they gave to the Qurayshi people because they were the people who looked after Makkatul Mukarrama, Masjidul Haram Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that in his lifetime and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq repeated that it would be better if Khilafat and Amir was given to that person who is from the Quraysh Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was saying that and Hazrat Umar Farooq intervened and he gave a logical explanation he says without a doubt how can we have two Amirs can one woman have two husbands? and this is what he said can a woman have two husbands? if a woman can't have two husbands then how can the Ummah have two Amirs? and he said that can two swords fit in one case in one case can you fit two swords in that? that you say that we need two Amirs and Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een were very very sincere my respected brothers don't forget 
This was not an opposition party to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. They were mukhlisin, complete mukhlis. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised them all the way in the Quran. Whatever they say, it was with ikhlas. And they thought that it would be better if there was one Amir from the Ansar because he would understand how uh, the Ansar were and the Ansari tribes, Aus and Khazraj, and someone from the Muhajirin. But Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq said, This is impossible because Al Aimmatu min Quraysh, Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, he said, We can only have one Amir and that one Amir should be from the Quraysh. Hazrat Sa'ad bin Ubadah was the leader of the Ansari companions. He was sitting at the back. Again, these were great companions, like Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq, senior companions of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. He stayed quiet. He stayed quiet. It is said that uh, later on, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq looked at Hazrat Sa'ad bin Ubadah and he said to Hazrat Sa'ad bin Ubadah, Ya Sa'ad, O oh Sa'ad, you know that once we were with Huzur alayhi salatu was salam and Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to the companions whilst you were in that majlis that Khilafat and Umara, Imarat should be given to the people of Quraysh and he said Sadaqta, Sadaqta this is very true O Abu Bakr Siddiq very true O Abu Bakr Siddiq yes now I remember the words of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam and he said that Antumul Umara wa Nahmul Wuzara that you will have one Amir Amir will be from you anyone who you choose the Muhajireen and we will be the Wuzara the Ansar the one who will help you all the time Subhanallah and how humble Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anwar he was there and he said to the companions that were there Munafiqeen were also on one side he said, look, and he said to all the companions, that here you see Umar Farooq is here. And you see Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala. These are two senior companions, very close to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. I am prepared to give my hand and make bay'ah to either Hazrat Umar, if you say Hazrat Umar should be the Khalifa, or Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah, whoever you say. I am prepared. Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala and turned his face away. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and turned away. And they said that who dare can be an Amir whilst Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is hayat. Who is going to stand up? And who is going to say I am an Amir? And he looked at the Ansar and the Muhajirin that were there. And a quick decision had to be made here. That is why also Katibi Wahi, the only Sahabi whose name is in the Quran, who is that? Hazrat our knowledge of Islam, huh? The only Sahabi whose name is in the Quran. G Dr. Sam. Zaid. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Zaid. Hazrat the only Sahabi whose name is in the Quran, Hazrat Zaid. Hazrat Zaid. The Zaid bin Sabit. Subhanallah. 
حضرت حضرت زید رضی اللہ تعالی عنہ was also there and he said to حضرت ابو بکر صدیق رضی اللہ تعالی عنہ that khilafat should only be given to one from the muhajireen because hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam was a muhajir himself ab sallallahu alaihi wasallam was a muhajir he migrated so anybody who deserves that position of khilafat should also be a muhajir and the muhajir were the first people who were tortured and persecuted pain was given to them for the for the kalima for the iman la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah yes the ansar gave refuge to the muhajireen and to hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they were less in numbers as compared to the ansar less that is why some of the companions thought that it would be wise that we have one amir from the ansar also and hazrat zaid bin thabit also MashaAllah very quickly got hold of the hands of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an and he said that I get I am giving my hands and taken off on your hands and do bay'ah to you and do bay'ah to you Hazrat this is one narration that Hazrat Zaid radiallahu ta'ala an came forward to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an and according to another tradition it is said that Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala again stood up. At that critical moment, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was there and he said that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is saying that I should be a Khalifa or Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah radiallahu ta'ala should be the Khalifa. I want you to be the judge of what I am going to say now to you. And everybody stayed quiet. Vasibi Hazrat Umar Farooq kadabdaba shan. Subhanallah, Hazrat Allah had given Hazrat Umar such a face that haq was written on his face also. Such a beautiful face he was. And his judgment, as that, that power of judgment was also given to Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. These were close companions of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Completely mukhlis in what they, they would say. They were not power hungry at all. Like the people today, power hungry, Allah praises them. They had great love for each other. And He said, There are three qualities inside Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Can anyone here match the three qualities that Allah has given Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq? No one here can match that. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq stayed quiet. Hazrat Umar said that Allah has titled Hazrat Abu Bakr in the Quran as Thaniyas Nain. Thaniyas Nain. Thaniyas Naini. When they were migrating in the Arabic language, Wahid means one. And two means Isnain. What is it? Isnain. Second, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran. When the second from the two, when the second one from the two, the two are Huzur alayhi salam and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. When the second one, as in Hazrat Abu Bakr, when the second one from the, from the two spoke out while both of them were in the cave, Thani Asmaini is Huma Filghar. 
Hazrat Umar said, when Allah has said that Abu Bakr Siddiq is second to Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, who is going to take his position? Yes, Shia, Zalim, they say that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala sar aankho pe kurban jaya Hazrat Ali par radiallahu ta'ala the great Sahabi, Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, he says, Ana Madinatul ilm, I am the city of knowledge. Wa Aliyun Babuha, and Ali is the door of that knowledge. Uh, Huzur alayhi salatu was salam gave his beloved daughter, the one who he dearly loved, Hazrat Fatima, in marriage to Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Ali was extremely close to Huzur alayhi salam. The virtue of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, and subhanallah, uh, we are. Uh, we agree to that and there is no dispute on that but as compared to the senior companions where Allah is saying Sani Abu Bakr Siddiq is Sani Sani is ayat kareema ko yaad rakhe mashallah put this in your mind and in your heart your aqeedah will stay firm till you die and inshallah you will never doubt the system of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah because Allah is saying Saniyat name He is the second from the two Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and said if he is Sani the second to Huzur alayhi salatu was salam who are you going to choose? and this is the first title everyone stayed quiet Saniyat name is huma fil ghar is yakulu li sahibihi and the second honor that is given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is that generally the companions are known as Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een. Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een. But this is confirmed only with Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. That is why some of the ulama have given this fatwa that if any man was to say that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is not a Sahabi, he is a kafir. Who is he? Kafir. Why? Because a, an open rejection of the verse of the Quran, Allah says, is yaqulu li sahibihi. When he said, when he spoke to his companion, Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, said when he spoke to his companion whilst they were in the cave, is yaqulu li sahibihi. Jab wo bole apne saathi, again, the Mufassireen have said, that Allah mentioning Hazrat Abu Bakr as being the sahib of Hazrat Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Subhanallah explains to us the closeness and the connection of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Kitne points away? Two Thaniyat name and the second one was Sahib, Sahib And the third, Subhanallah And this is an incredible honor that is given only to Hazrat Abu Bakr at the end of this ayat, Huzur alayhi salam said to Hazrat Abu Bakr, when Hazrat Abu Bakr said to Huzur alayhi salam, O Prophet of Allah, if the kuffar were to look down under their feet, they will see us, they will notice us that we are here hiding in this cave. And Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said at that time, Ya Abu Bakr, O Abu Bakr, and this is a verse of the Quran, Inna Allah ma'ana, ma'ana, that Allah is with us. Allah is with us. That is why 
when Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam has said that if after me anyone who could have been a Nabi would have been Hazrat who? Umar Farooq Hazrat Umar Farooq radiyallahu ta'ala an and the name of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was not mentioned why? because in what he has mentioned it means after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq because Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was so close with Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam that if you know the Arabic language Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam has put Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq with him physically and he says inna allaha ma'ana that he Allah is with us Allah is with us so anything what Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam has said in virtue of the companions subhanallah that is after the great virtue that is already given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala so it means after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq the qualities of Nabi and greater then Hazrat Umar was already in Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala because of the closeness that was there with Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam baat and this can only be understood my respected brothers if we have some sense of the Arabic language the word ma'a and the definition the meaning of ma'a the tafsir of inna allaha ma'ana really if you open up into this tafsir only then one can understand how close Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was to Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam so inna allaha ma'ana he said that Hazrat Umar Farooq said that to the companion and he said after that these are the three qualities from the many that Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam has spoken with regard to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq's status radiallahu ta'ala an anybody here can match the quality of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq who can be the Khalifa of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam but, but only Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq everybody stayed quiet and it is said after the khutbah of Hazrat Umar Farooq very quickly again the fazilat Sahabai Kiram Ajma'in were very quick. One Sahabi, one Sahabi, Hazrat Bashir bin Sa'ad, quickly got hold of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and he says, Ya Abu Bakr, oh Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, I'm the first one to do bay'ah to you. And Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala got hold of the hands of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and he says, also I am doing bay'ah to Hazrat Abu Bakr. And Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah again, making sure that responsibility goes to the right man quickly Hazrat Umar, Hazrat Bashir bin Sa'ad, Hazrat Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah quickly got hold of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala this was the most sensitive period in the history of the companions my respected brothers everyone was waiting Ismay Zarabi intishar if there was any a slight confusion commotion difficulty Subhanallah, things would have gone wrong. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken the responsibility that He will look after this deen. And Allah will look after this deen. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was given khilafat. After that, all the muhajireen did bay'ah to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. All the Ansari companions also did bay'ah to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. And also Hazrat Ali. Radiallahu ta'ala and did bay'ah to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. In fact, according to some of the muhaddisin, 
It is said that some of the people were saying that possibly Hazrat Ali, uh, he did not want to do bay'ah to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, and he just did so because of all the companions that were there. According to some of the muhaddisin and muarrikhin, it is said Hazrat Ali did bay'ah to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq two times. To show that he has great love and respect for Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. He in his time would say that I clearly know that Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam gave the responsibility of Imam to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and who else can be the Khalifa of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam. This bay'ah was done in Banu Thaqifah. This was done on a Monday. Considering par? Monday. The next day, Tuesday, everyone was in the masjid, two minutes. Masjid al-Abwi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala said to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, that my wish is that you stand and sit on the mimba, and again all the companions should come in the masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and formally do your bay'ah, whilst you are sitting on the mimba. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was a very humble man. And he says, Khair, Ya Umar, O Umar, what has been done has been done. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala was holding the hands of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. No, this is how I want you to do. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala stood up. And again, it is said that the respect and honor that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq had for Huzur alayhi salam, the member of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam had three steps like we see here. Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would sit right on the top. When Khilafat was given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and sat here in respect. And when Khilafat was given to Hazrat Umar Farooq, he did not want to sit where Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq sat and he sat here. And when Khilafat was given to Hazrat Umar Farooq, it is said that where would he sit? He did not want to disrespect Huzur alayhi salam, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq. And it is said that he said to some of the companions that a new member should be made extra, that would have more steps, that would have more steps. Imagine this was the love they had for each other. Would they fight with each other? When we hear the stories in the battlefield, one Sahabi, uh, he is wounded and he is saying, I want water, water, water. And one Sahabi goes and gives water, and another Sahabi is wounded. And he is saying, Alma. And this wounded Sahabi is saying, It's alright, I don't want water, give to my brother. And when the water is taken there, there's another Sahabi who is wounded. And he's saying, Water, water. And the second Sahabi is giving to give to the third. And the third is saying, Give to the fourth. And eventually, all of them leave this dunya without water. They would fight for power, my respected brother. They were power-hungry people. They were the most mukhlisin on the face of this earth. Most mukhlisin, most humble people that you will ever ever see. And they did everything, every decision was because of the words and the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this is how Khilafat was given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. One bay'ah was done on a Monday, and the second bay'ah, the official one, 
formerly whilst Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was sitting on the member, Hazrat Ali also did bay'ah and Hazrat Zubair radiallahu ta'ala also did bay'ah to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and there is no dispute in that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to make amal on what we have, what I have said inshallah, the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين إن شاء الله we will continue now uh, on to the seerah of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq رضي الله تعالى and for the first three sessions was it or four sessions we were discussing how the transfer took place how Khilafat was given to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq رضي الله تعالى إن شاء الله this will be done not next week because إن شاء الله as brothers are aware that we will be going to uh, Indonesia and we need the full support of all the brothers that are here MashaAllah financial support so whatever you can give MashaAllah you will be rewarded if brothers were not here in Jumu'ah what uh, I said and this was done with Mashwira of course that if a thousand people can give uh, 100 pounds Alhamdulillah we come to a good figure of 100,000 pounds so Alhamdulillah a lot of brothers have already donated and brothers if, if you still wish to donate more mashallah there will be brothers downstairs for all the at all namaz times inshallah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you brothers who are also not from this masjid please pass this information to everyone inshallah it will be most rewarding more than a hundred thousand people have become shaheed and they need our help this is the right time, inshallah, if we show them our support, solidarity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless us in this dunya and also in the hereafter. Duru Sharif Allah. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammadin nabiyyina wa ala alihi wa salli taslima. Ya Allah, ya Rahman, ya Rahim, ya Kareem, ya Allah, jo kuch humne kaha hai. یا اللہ اس کو قبول فرما یا اللہ اگر بولنے میں کوئی غلطی واقع ہو یا اللہ اس کی معافی چاہتا ہوں یا اللہ اس کی معافی چاہتا ہوں یا اللہ یا رحمان یا رحیم اس محفل میں اس مجلس میں جو لوگ بیٹھے ہوئے ہیں یا اللہ ان کے بیٹھنے کو قبول فرما ان کے سننے کو قبول فرما جو پریشان حال ہے یا اللہ ان کی پریشانی کو دور فرما یا اللہ ان کی پریشانی کو دور فرما جو مقروض ہے یا اللہ غیب سے ان کے قرض کو پورا فرما جو بیمار ہے یا اللہ ان کو تو شفا دے جن کو جو تکلیف ہے یا اللہ اس تکلیف سے انہیں تو نجات دے یا اللہ ہماری اولاد ہماری آنکھوں کی تھنڈک بنے ہماری اولاد ہماری آنکھوں کی تھنڈک بنے یا اللہ ہم امیر بنے ایسے گھر کی کہ ہمارے ماتحت سارے کے سارے متقین ہو سارے کے سارے متقین ہو یا اللہ ہماری جوان نسل کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ہماری جوان نسل کی حفاظت فرما یا اللہ یا رحمان یا رحیم یا اللہ ہمیں سرات مستقیم کے اوپر رکھے یا اللہ ہمیشہ ہم سرات مستقیم کے اوپر رکھے یا اللہ موت کے وقت یا اللہ ہمیں کلمہ نصیب فرما یا اللہ موت ایسے وقت میں آئے یا اللہ 
کہ اس وقت تو ہم سے راضی ہو گیا ہو یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو گیا ہو یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا یا اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا یا اللہ جو حضرات حج کو جانے ہیں یا اللہ حج کو جا رہے یا اللہ ان کے حج کو قبول فرما وہ حج حج مبرور بنا حج مقبول فرما یا اللہ ہمارے عزیز و قابل میں سے جن کا انتقال ہو گیا ہے یا اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما یا اللہ جو بیمار ہے ان کو شفا دے یا اللہ جو بیمار ہے ان کو شفا دے یا اللہ یا رحمان یا رحیم جس مقصد سے یا اللہ ہمارا سفر ہو رہا ہے اس مقصد میں یا اللہ تو ہمیں کامیاب فرما یا اللہ اس مقصد میں تو ہمیں کامیاب فرما سبحان اللہ و بحمدہ سبحان اللہ العظیم سبحان اللہ و بحمدہ سبحان اللہ العظیم حسبن اللہ و نعم الوکیل حسبن اللہ و نعم الوکیل سمعنا و اطانا غفرانک ربنا و الیک المسیر برحمتک یا ارحم الراحمین